it's time for another episode of the gun show podcast are you hopped up on all your medicines right now i wish (laughs) i need to take a nap this is two in a row minus last week when we missed it yeah for you to be full of energy at the start two in a row minus last week yeah i'm doing the math on that still hold on it's the second one in a row where you're full of energy oh but we didn't do it last week so i wanted to make sure well, welcome. I'd like to welcome our listeners, especially our Stitcher listeners, because well, we we'd like fixed to welcome their them back. Stitcher feed. Yeah, we welcome them back again um, uh, to the Gun Show podcast. I'm your host, Scott Fuller, with Martin Davis. That's me. And we're here to talk about gun stuff. Pretty much. I wanted to, uh, our last podcast, we talked a little bit about uh, the vice president and his uh, helpful firearms advice. Mm, yeah, buy a shotgun. That was it. And I did. I went out and bought like 10. You did. You bought 10 shotguns. And gave them to homeless people. No, no. Well, that wouldn't be any point because what you know, they don't have a window to shoot it they, out they of or a, a door, door to, to shoot, shoot through. through. <laughs> but somebody, the, 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 the headline is somebody took Joe's advice. He did an interview with Build and Stream and he said, you want to keep someone away from your house, just fire the shotgun through the door. Apparently, 21 or 22-year-old Virginia Beach uh, man took him up on that offer. Oh, yeah? Uh, noticed somebody outside his window, went to the hallway, retrieved a shotgun, fired a few blasts through his bedroom door into his bedroom, and then proceeded to fire a few more blasts out the window where he saw these perpetrators, which I apparently was outside his bedroom window. Well, there you go. Yeah, you're supposed to fire the blast out the window and then through the door. So he did what he was... He did it in the wrong he order, but did he did... what the vice president yeah. told him to do. Yeah. And now he's facing charges. Wait, I don't understand. I'm confused myself. Yeah, what happened? So wait, so it's illegal to do what the vice president said to do? Wait, what we said last time was correct? (laughs) Completely. Somebody please make a note of that. Yeah, we were right. (laughs) Write it down. Mark. So the uh, you know that's the first time we've said that in all the questions that have been asked, and that's the first time we're like, yeah, we're right. Yeah, we were right. See, (laughs) so uh, this guy. This guy is in jail, uh, I assume, for uh, discharging a weapon recklessly or something, or does it say? They charged the shotgun owner with reckless handling of a firearm, and he was apparently released on a summons to appear later in court. Oh, so he got a ticket. It probably isn't even a felony. Well, regardless of whatever it is, he should be fine, right? Because that's what Biden does. Yeah, you you use the vice president defense. Yeah. Right. Well, that's a binding legal argument. Was it Cheney that, that was it Cheney that shot the guy in the face? Yeah, with the shotgun? See? vice president. So he thought that the bushes were a door, and he's just following Biden's exactly. advice. Exactly. He was just ahead of the game. Just a hit. So the more the story is, buy a shotgun. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we posted a, a picture up on our our Facebook that actually had little girls, uh, Girl Scouts. Oh yeah, uh, yeah ringing yeah. a doorbell and it said, "I hope that we're not at you know Mr. Biden's shoot through the door or we hope we're not at shoot through the door Biden's house or something." Yeah, like that. yeah. The uh, Girl Scout cookies. I spent all weekend hawking Girl Scout cookies out in front of a Walmart. It was awesome. You did, but uh, yeah. How did that fun. go? That was uh, it was it was okay. See, the problem is uh, you girls- were by yourself and you don't have any daughters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's that's the problem. The problem is, one, I didn't have any Girl Scout cookies. All I had was a shotgun. There you go. No, the uh, no, it was interesting. I don't think uh, 
I don't think Girl Scouts have enough uh, attention span to sell cookies at the uh, in front of a Walmart. I think uh, I think you've reached the limit of the nine and ten year olds about the uh, two hour mark. So were you there with your daughter's troop? Yeah, or? yeah. Well, yeah. Basically, yeah. We were. Or were you just, the last were you just a random guy that showed you, up and was like, I was sitting in front of the Walmart. I had a sign that said Girl Scout cookies, and all I had was a shotgun. Yeah. You, you're the guy that walks by and goes, "You need some help selling them cookies." <laughs> I just randomly joined a troop yeah. and helped them sell cookies. But you're that you were yelling at everyone that walked by, <laughs> "Buy some cookies! Buy cookies! Buy cookies now! Buy cookies!" So the. Uh, I saw an interesting article, uh, according to the NSSF, uh, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, the AR-15 type rifle is responsible for 60% of uh, rifle sales in America right now. 60%. That's significant. That's uh, that's a large portion. Now, the reason this doesn't come to as a big surprise to some people. I mean, I didn't know it was sixty percent, but I knew it was substantial or six tenths. Uh, hold on, six carry the one, four, seven. It's correct. Forty-two. So, <laughs> the wait, you were right again. Yeah. Oh, okay. It happens. <laughs> this is we're gonna have to remember. We're gonna have to record this. Somebody, so we remember. I hope somebody's recording this conversation. <laughs> I wish somebody would record our conversation, put it on like iTunes or something, and create a Facebook page. Put and, it on the internet and ask people to go like it. And if they were to go like it, where would they go? What would the Facebook page be? It'd be www.facebook.com/slash/gunshowpodcast. That's correct. Yeah. If we knew Wait, if that was that's the, three times, three correct, seven, forty-two. So anyways, the 60% of the rifles are ARs. Now, this brings up an interesting point in that how do you proceed to ban something that is absolutely popular and in common use? You know, uh, the Heller versus uh, DC, um, the Supreme Court told us that the common use was the test for firearms if it was in common use you can't ban it right so if 60 percent of the rifles out there being sold today are ar-15s well that means there's millions of them out there right so this thing's common use it's the most popular gun on the market today so you can't ban this thing right and if you do ban it it'll get overturned by the supreme court you get nothing (laughs) Are you thinking about it? I don't know. I was I was looking outside. You have no idea what it is. A nice day. It's it's still bright. The bird. Well, usually it's really dark when we do this. Yeah, usually it's already it's really thrown black me off. outside. My my personal rhythms are off. I feel like I should be at work. You should be. While everyone is driving to work, listening to this, we. Was that they're on the treadmill? They could be. I don't oh, know. Okay. Is that where you listen to it? Are you at work? On the treadmill? Yeah. Yeah, I lay on the treadmill. <laughs> you lay on the treadmill. <laughs> That's where my phone plug is. Pop your is. feet up on the elliptical? Yeah, yeah, you know, I just hang out there. They make me leave the gym after a couple hours. Stand so there and put busy. out the vibe. Yep. That's what I do. So the popularity of the AR being what it is, the there's no chance they can ban them legally. The the thing is just prolific. It's it's like uh, it's like the shotgun thing, right? They're, they don't go after shotguns because 
everybody and their mother has a shotgun. That's because so, Biden wants you to own well, a shotgun. Well, Biden says buy one. Well, right. They, don't, they want the mass amount of Americans to think that the shotgun's a better firearm than a well, AR. Listen, the silliness was more versatile, with but it's Joe. not. It's yeah, not oh, no, I agree. Well, I don't know. The AR-15 is pretty versatile. It's versatile. The 22. But it's the amount of shot that you can, sure. without yeah, swapping yeah. or changing anything, you yeah. can get, you know, bug shot, bird yeah, shot, slug. I mean. Just a simple change of the uh, the ammunition. Uh, and rifled slugs these days. I mean. Yields a big difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. you have magazine extension tubes extending these out to what? Ten rounds on some yep. of them, or that, what's that X rail that? Oh yeah, it holds like I don't know, fourteen, fifteen, yeah, almost 20, twenty rounds or something. I have no idea. Ton of ammo. Yeah, bet that thing weighs a lot. I would assume so. It probably weighs about you know twenty twenty shells of twelve gauge plus. <laughs> I think that's what everyone needs to adopt is how Biden says it. Tw- you know, two shells of twelve gauge. Right. I mean, just start calling it shells of twelve gauge. Shells of twelve yeah. gauge. Hey, what do you have? What kind of what kind of ammo do you need? I need uh, twenty gauge of shells. Twenty gauge. Twenty shells of twelve gauge. Twenty shells of twenty, tw- 20, 20 shells, shells of, 20 of twelve gauge. gauge. Twenty shells of ten gauges of twelve shells, <laughs> and seven uh, shells of uh, gauge gauge. Twenty. Yes, somewhere in there. Forty. What about four ten? That's bore. Mm. No, I don't mean it's boring. I just mean it's not gauge. Four tens a bore because hmm. it's not a gauge. So, right as versatile as the shotgun is, the the AR fifteen. I think I I don't know. It's pretty versatile. I mean, I'm I'm just trying to think of all the roles that can be fulfilled with an AR fifteen. I'm trying to think of all the variants I've got hanging from various uh, walls in my house, and you know I've got one set up for you know just. Uh, shooting stuff, you know, with a with a red dot. I've got one with a big giant scope on it that's uh, you know set up for precision with a nice trigger. I've got one with uh, you know super lightweight for uh, you know if I had to carry one for an extended period of time. Uh, Twenty two versions. Uh, you you can do it three oh eight. You know, there's just. 300 blackout if you want to do suppress or you know a great haul ground uh turns out 300 blackouts being being used for that um six eight if you want something punchier you know a nice sbr some short um pistol calibers i mean it just goes on and on it's a very versatile gun yeah i see that as being like a lego and put it together and stuff but it it doesn't you you can't just go all right. I'm gonna fire five five six. Now I'm gonna put in you know a different a totally different type of round that's gonna have a different effect. That's true. You'd have to do an I upper mean, swap. I mean a totally different least. round's gonna yeah. have a totally different effect. Yeah. I mean you can change to a hollow point full metal jacket or you know frangible or whatever. Well, but d- well yeah you could swap the top out for a uh, you know like a four fifty Bushmaster or four. Um, but all of that, all of that comes into a change, uh, sure, it, changing yeah, the firearm. Yeah, yeah. With the other one, I just throw in a different shell, yeah. and I'm good to go. Well, I find the optimum or, versatility or shell of twelve gauge. Uh, throw in a shell, a different shell of twelve gauge. Yes, yes. Sorry, I find, I find the optimal uh, um, versatility of the shotgun though is the availability to swap out barrels, which is similar to swapping out an AR upper. But when you're swapping out a barrel, I mean, in in all actual. What are you really getting out of that? You're getting maybe a different type of a point or something along those lines. You're not. The only difference, in my opinion, is a rifled and a smoothbore. 
and you have the longer barrels and stuff, but I mean, really, what are you achieving if you swap the barrel out on a shotgun? Well, a nice short barrel is for handling, right? A nice long barrel is for reaching out there and touching those birds, especially with different chokes or turkeys or what have you. Um, You need a different sight for hunting turkeys than you do for birds. I find it um, more challenging to try to hunt, uh, say, you know, doves with uh, rifle sights and you know, while the reverse, you know, can be done, it's easy to hunt a turkey with a bead. I just um, hunt doves with my handgun. You just use the pistol. Yeah. With uh, you put birdshot in. Oh, you, well, you carry the judge. Yeah. So you just you know throw your birdshot. I bird do not in there. carry the judge. <laughs> I just want that to be well known. He's a governor, man. I'm yeah. insulting him completely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yes, as Alan would say, you know, there's the governor version of that. Mm. So the uh, where is that shirtless wonder? I I. Um, he was just here, wasn't he? I don't know. He's was such, that him? He's such a wee man. You just see him scamper around. Oh, I didn't know if that was him or a, uh, if I was hallucinating again. Well, we had the meds. We had such a high request for stickers. We're actually just finishing those up, and we'll be getting them out in the mail the next day or so. We have stickers? Yeah, we That'd had be stickers. awesome. Can I get one for my car? <laughs> no. Oh. No. But uh, you've got one for your laptop and everything. Yeah, I do have one on my laptop. I don't And Alexica one. has one on her laptop. It's... Where's your laptop? I, Do you have a laptop? Yes and no. Yes and no. It's to, technically a, still a laptop. It's broken. Yeah, of you, course it is. You should still carry it around. Is it really fat and bulky? You should carry no, it around. No, it's not any bigger than yours. Let's put like, uh, that's what she said. Let's put, <laughs> let's put some Tannerite underneath it and blow it up or something. I actually still use it. Well, then it's not broken. No, well, the screen doesn't work, but it's plugged into my TV. That's my home theater computer. I got, oh. it, I got it all hooked up. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. With your 100 meg hard drive? Uh, no, 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 no. It's not that old. It's, it's Windows Vista. I mean, Oh, goodness. Yeah, it's not good. But <laughs> if all you're doing is watching uh, Netflix and Amazon Prime on it, it works. It if, works. I, if I was a computer running Vista, I'd blow my face off too. <laughs> wow. So I didn't have to see it. So you didn't have to see it. I'd gouge my own eyes out. <laughs> Man, that was rough. The anti Vista crowd. So yeah, so we got a we got those stickers. They're going to be heading out. We've got the shirts that should be in final production. Yeah, the word is uh, that they should be they should be ramped up for production as we speak, uh, if not sooner, and uh, we'll get those out to some people's. Well, well we'll also have like. them for sale. Oh, we're going to sell them. Yeah, we're going to. That's sell them. smart. Who thought of that? I think I did. Oh, you're smart. I don't think. It was and a, you have a laptop. Yeah, I don't think it was a discussion you and I had. I think I I came up with it. Yeah, we should sell them. Yeah. How much are we selling them for? Can I buy one? You can buy them. Oh, all nice. of them. I, all of them. <laughs> like an ammo shortage. That way, there'll be a shirt shortage, and people will pay premium price <laughs> premium for our shirts. There'll be no shirts available, I've just been, like now. So yeah. it'll be really expensive. Yeah, I've I been, like it. I've been trying to get a hold of the Gun Show Podcast shirts, but but they're elusive. We should send the stickers out to tease them. We do have the stickers going out. Oh. But we're also going to have um, the stickers are going to be for sale. But I think that you're going to get one in your uh, purchase. If you buy a shirt, you get a sticker. I think that would be fair. I know, think it would be. Kind of a package deal. But shipping is going to be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Shipping is going to be like, you know, 10 grand. At least. <laughs> I got to I gotta get a new truck or something. Yeah, because, you know. Our time's valuable. I mean, it doesn't sound like it, but in reality, our time's valuable. I mean, everyone is wondering what we are talking about. 
So I'm anyway, it's valuable. We've got some more information about Magpul. Oh yeah. Uh, Speaking of things you can't get your hands yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, you can't have P mags. The uh, everybody's heard the story about Magpul. Um, the basically Colorado, uh, the Colorado politicians have lost their minds. Um, they were pushing forward a magazine ban in the state of Colorado. It was going to uh, basically put Magpul out of business in Colorado. Um, Magpul pointed this out, and the politicians yeah. quickly changed the bill. Oh, putting them out of business because they didn't put a manufacturer clause in there. Yeah, they basically yeah. said you can't own, ship, sell, buy, manufacture, you know, high capacity, standard capacity magazines. So Magpul says, if you do this, we're leaving. We're taking all the jobs with us. Which and 200 plus jobs and 700 least, yeah. outsourced jobs. Oh, I yeah, at least. And so the legislator being uh, bad at their jobs uh, as they are they quickly you know put a writer in so magpul could stick around um, but magpul said um, and i think honorably so that if we can't sell our the magazines we make to the people of colorado we're not staying in colorado why would we stay somewhere where that's that's hostile to us right i would i agree with them 100% so, but, there, but there's a lot of gun manufacturers that stay in those areas yeah, where they can't sell that, stuff. Yeah, that's but they, the other they're thing. They're a little different, though. Magpul says that they they can completely pick up their operation and move. Oh, sure. And yeah, not yeah. really Magpul's not they, as entrenched as the as the big ones, as the Remingtons and Colts and Smith and Wessons and the like. Right, right. Now, um, so right after this, the uh, House passed the bill. The Senate passed the bill. The House has passed the bill. They're waiting on the governor to sign it. Now, all signs point to the governor's going to sign this thing. And Magpul says, we're out of here. They're leaving. Um, hopefully to come to a, a much better state. Texas? Know. I like Texas better, yes. Uh, Texas is better than Colorado, definitely. Yes. Yes. Okay. I hope so, they do an airdrop here. But the, 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 the thing is, what happened in Colorado? These people lost their minds. They basically are passing the same magazines restrictions as New Jersey. New Jersey. This is Colorado. I I just I can't fathom what goes on in the minds of these politicians. And why, you know, the craziness of having a magazine capacity limit aside, why do these people feel that they have to, you know, regulate these these things, the nanny state, the, you know the, what I mean? Yeah, let me ask you this then, and I might have asked you this before, but federal law uh, trumps state law. Yes. Okay, so if federal law says that something is not illegal, right? then how come the state can come in and say no, that no, this no, is no. illegal? The, it, see, if, if there was a federal law that said regular capacity magazines are completely legal according to federal law— uh-huh. You really couldn't have a state law that made them illegal. But there's no law for it or against it. There's no law in the books for magazines in the federal So could it be system. argued to the fact to say no. that No, I mean look at look at Colorado again. Uh weed. But weed is yeah. legal in Colorado, Washington, and California. Weed is still federally illegal. That's why they can cut out all the guns because they're bringing in all the taxes from the weed. Yeah, so I think Colorado has a priority skewed here with allowing the weed and getting rid of the guns. Sounds That's, like the politicians are all high. Yeah, yeah. The, they're acting like it. I mean, 
I just can't get over so why you all would... of their guards, everyone, all of the police forces, everyone have to drop down like the amount of no, magazines. Not a mean, chance. No, you know how that right. works. No, exactly. The nanny state gets to do get to have what they want. Now, here's an interesting thing. Speaking of nanny states. What about per- well, sorry, but speaking no, of that, go ahead. what about personal uh, protection? You know, like their no, private no, 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 security no, 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 no. or that's something. That's what the cops are for. If you need protecting, they'll protect you. That's what the government's for. But the but they have private securities, right? Well, they, well, they're contracted out, right? So how do those contractors? Are they written in the law special that they no, can have no, high no. capacity? The the only way a private contractor could could go outside of state law is uh, if they're a um, if they're a news personality, they can do whatever they want, uh, just like in D.C. And when if, the guy had the magazine, yeah, the hey, check this magazine. out. This is illegal. Can't you just say, I was just showing it. It's illegal to possess it. I was oh, just showing wait it. Wait a second. I was just, no. So uh, uh, beyond that, no, no, no. They have to be un- under some sort of, there has to be an exemption in the books. Um, you know, Governor Cuomo was trying to push an exemption for Hollywood types uh, to be exempt from the New York Safe Act that we talked about because mm-hmm. um, they forgot to put that in there. Because they're bad at their jobs, uh, Colorado's probably going to do the same thing. You know, you put something in, they say, "Well, you know, if it's Hollywood, that doesn't count." Right. <coughs> All right. So, what about the nanny states you were talking about? Well, now here's something: these elected officials tell us, uh, "I know what's good for you. Let me tell you what's good for you. Let me be your parental figure." Right. You're not smart enough is the message uh, that's implied to figure out what's good for you. Okay. Okay. Now, here's the conundrum. And everybody understands that. Here's the conundrum. With that, the nanny state elected officials are elected by the same people that are too dumb to know what's good for them. But they're electing these people that are telling us what's good for us. So doesn't that mean that the elected officials are the wrong people? If we don't know what's good, if we don't know enough to know what's good for us, how do we know enough to elect these people to tell us what's good for us? Right. It's a vicious circle. It doesn't work. Well, either the people's will rules or it doesn't. But the people's will rules to get them into office and then they can turn around and say pretty much or do whatever they want until election time comes around because well, people yeah. forget. They're like, oh, I forgot. I don't even remember him doing this or him doing that. I don't know what it is. I don't know if we're just stupid. I mean, why would you allow these for all of our listeners people, why would you allow all these people <laughs> and our viewer, why would you allow all these people to come down with these rules that, that don't work? I mean, we know gun control doesn't work, right? We've, we've talked about the logical fallacy of gun control. There's no logic in it. So if gun control doesn't work, why do we allow these people to waste our time and taxpayers' dollars passing these gun controls and we don't fire them? Why do they still have jobs? But you, you look at the look at the Biden effect. He's out there talking about he's the he is the guy that Obama put in charge of gun control and look at the things that he's saying. He well, has, that's another thing. He doesn't right? know anything about right. guns. So they're not gonna take it away. They're not because well, my I mind, think it's. I think it's. Somebody said you're in power. I think that's what you should be doing. In my and mind, if I change it, then I'm wrong. Joe Biden. In my mind, Joe Biden. He shouldn't be in charge of anything. He's obviously either stupid or a liar. He should right? only be in charge of veneers. He should, he should be fired. Brand he new sh- teeth. He should be working for the Purdy Shotgun Company, right? Selling shotguns. <laughs> yes, double barrel. <laughs> yeah, right. So. 
So Biden shouldn't have a job. Or the guy, Bird. the guy who put Biden in charge, he shouldn't have a job. Right. He's obviously incompetent, right? So what are we left with? We're left with these people that are voted on by the popular. We're left with these people that are voted for by the populace, yet they're inept or they're corrupt. Uh, I think it's more corrupt than inept. I think Joe Biden might be inept, but uh, I think the rest of them are corrupt. You think they're making money somewhere? Yeah, it's all about it's it's either about money or power or power and money. You know, they're synonymous. They got their money on their mind and their mind on their money. Yeah. So, (laughs) so you know, you have this. What goes on in Colorado? You have these people telling a company who's who's popular, who's a good company. They're doing job. They're giving jobs to the people. They're 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 stimulating the economy. And these people turn around and go, you know what? Uh, what you make, uh, we are going to make. Uh, we're going to put a personality on it. We're going to declare that personality bad or evil, and we're going to try to make illegal what you make. Uh, but please stay here, continue to make it. Mm-hmm. That, that blows my mind. How can you say that with a straight face to the people of Colorado? I mean, once again, stupid or liar? Are magazines bad? Right? No, we discussed this. They're too stupid to know. They're too stupid to know to lie? Yeah. <laughs> they just have no idea. So they're really bad at their jobs and they should be fired. Yes. I agree. I agree 100%. So this is going to spill over, right? I mean, if this passes in Colorado, where does it end? It's been passing everywhere, hasn't it? I mean, it's, well, it seems well, to there's, be. Well, there's seems huge crowds against it in, uh, in Massachusetts, uh, in uh, Connecticut. In uh, uh, well, there were other a, there were massive amounts of people against it in Colorado as well. Well, there was there was massive amounts of people against it in New York, but it was after the fact because it passed it so quickly. Well, yeah, they snuck that one through. <coughs> but what well, I mean, here's the thing: if you're going to live in a state where those that's happening, right? What do you do? Just leave, right? You pack your stuff up and leave. Well, we've been saying this for years about California, right? You know, we've been telling Californians, get out. Those people are crazy. The people running things are crazy. They're going to make your life more miserable. Get out. But on the other hand, there's a huge argument of, I need to stay and fight. This is my state, right? I should stay here and make this state a good place to live. I think I would I would be tempted to do the same thing. Would you be tempted to do the same thing if all you were allowed to have was a stick and that someone else was allowed to have an AR-15? It would be difficult. It would be really and difficult. And your, your, your stick has to have a bullet button so that you can put a new stick on. <laughs> you can't swap out still, sticks until can, you push a bullet button to I get could, a new one. I could still have a shotgun, right? No, I don't know. Can you? Well, no. Yeah, because buy a shotgun. Well, just buy a shotgun. Right, buy a shotgun. Anywhere. Uh, just buy it. Yeah. Buy a shotgun. Head down to your local Walmart and buy a shotgun. <laughs> So yeah, that that's that's a very interesting thing, and uh, we'd like to hear from our our listeners uh, behind enemy lines, so to speak. I'd yeah. like to hear from our I'd like to hear from our Colorado listeners. I'd like to hear from our California, from our New York uh, places where you're behind enemy lines. Are you there because you can't move away? Are you there because even though you know they have these draconian laws that that you want to uh, you know this is your home? Are you there to fight? To make your home better. Yeah, head over to Facebook.com slash gun show podcast and like us and let us know how you feel about it. Yeah, and break into your roommate's uh, account and go on his Facebook and like us and go in it as iTunes and subscribe to us. Oh, and uh, go to our iTunes while we're on it and leave a review. 
Yes. Please. please. Yeah, give us some stars. Let us know what you think. We think we deserve... What about Stitcher? How does Stitcher work? Six. Stitcher? I, I, you know what? I don't know. I just got the Stitcher but feed working. But hey, at working. least we're back, up. <laughs> we're back up on all the Android devices. We apologize for that. Yeah, um, obviously we broke Stitcher, and now it's fixed. So, uh, you know, talking about all these different things and the way that states are doing stuff, I watched a really interesting video that had people driving, and they came up uh-huh. on a federal immigration checks basically they you know they like they, a checkpoint? The checkpoint oh okay yeah and so they pull up and the guy gets to the door and he goes are you an american citizen yeah and the guy goes i don't have to tell you he goes are you american citizen That's true i don't have to tell you i would like to i would like to travel this country freely and unimpeded by you know you guys stopping me and it's a it's a good one it's about 15 minutes and it's got a whole, whole bunch of different ones but you know, what, what is your take on that? Because if you ask me, some, a lot of people I tell this story to or talk to about, they say, oh, well, just tell me you're an American and go on. Okay. But then I, I see it both ways. I, but I, what about what about when just saying that you're an American isn't enough and all of a sudden you have to have your you have to have a special ID card? Papers, please. Exactly. Papers. Which over, what did they call that in Germany? Papers. papers so what please. happens whenever you leave the house and you forget your papers? Well, listen. You get ripped out of the car. I mean. Yeah, this society is is heading that way for sure. Right. Papers, please. We're headed that way. We're, we're on a breakneck speed, you know, for that. That's going to happen. But, yeah, the question remains is, do you pragmatically say, uh, you know what? Hey, dude, I'm from Texas. You know, I'm traveling the country. Please let me through. Or do you say, listen here, nanny state, you know, enforcement guy, you're not allowed to ask me that. I don't have to answer you. Right. Go away. You know, I, I see it both ways. I, I could see, you know, the poor schlub uh, in the green uniform just trying to do his job, right? Yeah, and that's that's usually what they are. And the guy is just like, I don't have to tell you, I don't have to tell you. And then he's then he orders him to pull over. Yeah. And it's like, well, we need to check your car. We need to oh, this. sure. Well, no, you, oh, don't, yeah. you don't need to do any of that. The one on In one of the videos, he says, uh, did I cross into Mexico mistakenly? Did I not realize that? Like, he goes, no, this is this is United States. And he goes, well, where's, where's the border? And he goes, it's about 50 miles back that way. And he goes, exactly. Why do I need to tell you if I'm an American citizen or not? Yeah. Well, you know, the DHS has decided that anything within 100 miles of the border is uh, open territory for random stops. Well, I get I Okay, so it's a random stop, but he doesn't have to say anything. No, no, he doesn't. He has the right the not right to. The right to not yeah, say something. Yeah. And like I said, I'm I'm torn between the two. On the one hand— I want to get where I'm going, but on the other hand, yeah, I want to say Yeah, on one hand, no. you, you know, this guy's just doing his job. He didn't— Write the law. He's not in charge of the DHS. He's just earning a paycheck. So are you going to – but would you feel the same way if someone was coming and if, – if an order was written up to take all, you know, all the the children of the world at this age to this age? He, oh, he's just doing his job? No, 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 no. I'm against the – he's just doing his job defense. Okay. Don't get me wrong. But on the other hand, the guy standing there, you know – it's not his fault. You know, he's going to be the blunt of anything like, uh, you know, hey, buddy, I don't have to tell you nothing. And he's going to be the one you have the problem with and the confrontation with. Right. But it's not his fault. Right. And and that's one thing to remember, you know, towards the pragmatic side. Um, the other side of it being, like you said, you know, I'm a agent of the state. You know, if they told me to go do something that I was completely – uh, against morally, you know, I, I wouldn't do it. I, you know, I decided a long time ago, I know where the line is drawn in the sand. For you. For me, personally. But now, you know, what if it's just really close to that line? It's not over it, but it's really close to it. What would I do? How long would I do it? 
That's the question. So, you know. And you gotta, what, yeah, what would it take for you to, to yeah. for it to be cross the line? Exactly. At what point do I, you know, march into the commander's office and tell him, no, sir? Well, no. right. So the, the question comes down is if you pull up to those border checkpoints, and most of the time they, they keep getting asked the same question, are you an American citizen? Sure. And then they follow it up with, am I being detained? Right. And then, am I free to go? Right. But they keep always getting asked the same question. So, I mean, I guess... At what point does the does the person behind the wheel, you know, I mean, do they don't have any kind of right to actually rip them out of the car or do anything because there's no probable cause no, that would yeah. stand up in court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it always ends with them getting waved through. Sure. But it's a matter of how much time do you want to spend right. defending exactly. your rights. Yeah. And that's and that like like you said that's a personal choice. Uh, it would probably depend on what mood I was in. If it was me, honestly, no, it, it would depend on if you went to jail or not. And if you know, are the kids in the car? Yeah. You know, does one of them need to go potty? Right. You know, it's there's so many variables to right. all of that. But no, I would I would stand on principle if you know. But then again, you know, I'm all about pragmatism. So you know, pragmatism, pragmatism, forty two. <laughs> Shells of 12 gu- gauge Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy The answer is always 42 So Scott, I know what Maybe two weeks ago you took the same course I did In CQB I did? How was it? That's what I'm asking you Oh, you're asking me Yes Oh, it was everything I could dream it to be Yeah It was really awesome Was it nice no. and warm outside? You know, the first day it was nice and warm And the second day it was really cold and a little wet it was uh it was you know the perfect mix of uh miserableness no it wasn't too bad uh, had fun uh the key to taking any course outdoors is to bring the right gear you know dress for it to be warm dress for it to be cold and wet uh you know and everything in between and I learned that lesson years ago. You no, know, we talked about how the class went. You took the same class I took, so right. we don't have to rehash everything that went on no 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 but vehicle how- c q b it was yeah. a great course. Inside and outside. Yeah, that was fun. The uh, I learned some things. Did you shoot the car? No, uh, I did not shoot the car. I didn't shoot the car. Didn't I? And someone in our class nicked the exhaust when they were shooting underneath it. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, or or somewhere around there. You know, maybe the frame of the car. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. What about you guys? I would say that the car definitely had more holes than when we started. Oh yeah, at least two. For an sure. An entrance and an exit, or no, no, both exits. <laughs> okay. So four holes actually. Yeah, no, no. Well, yeah, that's true. It definitely, <laughs> but the you know the the entrance holes were in the uh, in the padded vinyl, so they, they were actually hard to see. Mm-hmm. The exit holes, you you could see them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were they were obvious. You knew where they were. They there. were beautiful. But uh, yeah, there was. I learned some things. You know, I got to apply some things. I got taken out of my comfort zone, which is always great because that's where you learn, right? Um, I got to apply things that I normally don't get to apply for. You know, being in the military. Um, there's not a lot of emphasis on CQB techniques uh, as far as for your standard non-grunts. Uh, I know that um, you know your infantry types and your uh, your army types that are deploying. They definitely uh, have some emphasis on CQB training, but uh, you know in my military career, it's it's mostly you know longer distance stuff because most engagements are longer distances. So, do you feel that from just learning about? Firing from inside of a vehicle, do you do you feel more confident at home in a smaller enclosed area? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel I feel much more confident uh, shooting. I inside. was I was very surprised at the amount of um, pressure you could feel 
inside the vehicle when you pulled the trigger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I mean it's I should, very yeah. enclosed. Oh, yeah. But you it could, gets loud. You could really feel it through your entire body. Yeah. And that's so, just a handgun. So before you shoot the carjacker, remember you're going to be deep. <laughs> yeah. For a little he be, while. He better deserve it. It might you might damage you might seriously damage your hearing. You you let off a couple rounds inside a car. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, permanently. Um then again, you may not, you know, auditory exclusion, all that sort of thing. But um yeah, the the class was great. Um I definitely needed uh help with my carbine skills as far as uh CQB uh related. I definitely uh reinforced my uh my ability with a pistol, uh, I'm very we comfortable talked, with it. We talked about one of the things that I realized that you realized as well. The sling on your AR. Yeah. Has uh, to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's no, got to no, be no. redone or something, right? I redid it, yeah. I've actually redone it. I figured it out. Um, I had my sling uh, in one configuration. Um, you know, on the front, it doesn't seem to really matter exactly where it's at on the forend as long as it's comfortable for you and it doesn't get in the way of, you know, whatever you got hanging off your gun, if anything. Um, now, on the back end, I had mine attached to the butt stock. Uh, I was running a car stock, so it was attached to the top. And trying to go um, weak-handed, uh, I choked myself. So when I moved it to the center of the car That's stock. That's called auto or Erotic, erotic asphyxiation. Yeah, no, I don't know what that is. The <laughs> I stopped doing. I don't know what that is. Yeah. The the. But once you're I out there, you're sling, out there. You're you're shooting, and you're like, oh wow, oh wow, this takes me back. Yeah, I'm just gonna lay here for a minute. Oh wait, sorry. Well, you the, told me it was like it takes me back to when I was like 12. I was like, whoa. I don't. I, don't, I didn't. I didn't say that. Oh, never mind. That wasn't me. So once I got the sling figured out. uh Mo better, and I and I and I played with uh, some slings on my other guns to make sure they were uh, they were usable in that uh, in that uh, offhand position that uh, they like to teach out there. Now you know the training that you were using. You you even said that sometimes you swap uh, swapped shoulders and hands and didn't even realize that you had yeah. done that when you were instructed not to. Just to you were just supposed to move the buttstock from one shoulder right. to the other and keep all hands in the same position. Yeah, that's what that's what took me out of my comfort zone. the The way this class was being taught is like you said, you just take the buttstock out of your shoulder pocket or, you know, on that side of you and transition it over to the other side of you without moving your hands. So which one did you like more? Um, now that I've gotten more time with it and now that I've fixed my sling, I I like them both. Uh, just But for, for speed, I do like that just swapping shoulders. But it does take practice. So each, you can I was see, very you can out see of my application zone. for each one of them. Oh, but yeah. When, Definitely. When, yeah. If 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 time is of the essence and you just need a quick swap, there's no reason not to just transition uh like that was taught in that class though. I, I found it very valuable. Had you gotten that much action or you know, PT? You know, oh my and, goodness. I beat myself up in that course so bad. Do you think that's why you're sick and my elbow you were sick last still hurts. week? No, 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 no. I've got uh I don't know what I got. Uh the doctor gave me uh antibiotics and it seems to have cleared most of it up. But uh, maybe a bad case of allergies. I saw or? you walking around earlier, and you're like, "Where's my inhaler? Where's my yeah, inhaler?" Yeah, I got an inhaler. Yeah, that's that's great. I love having an inhaler. I like your inhaler. It has a counter on it. <sighs> well, I don't know why they had to give me the one with the dinosaurs. You know, I I don't mind having an inhaler. It was probably because when you sat down in the room, you just started crying. Well, there was. Yeah, I was a bit. Of, they gave me an uh, orange lollipop though. So, orange. Oh, I'd prefer grape. I would have thrown the orange one on the ground. <laughs> 
You would have too. Yeah, I would have. But no, I requested no. Um, grape. I did. I did bang my elbow uh, enough times going prone that it still hurts. Uh, so I don't know what's going on there. Maybe I'll give myself. I had I had a ton of bruises on my ribs. Yeah, and then I had a bunch of bruises. Uh, along my uh, right above my hips, where my gun and yep. my magazines were jamming into me. What about you? Yeah. No, I got enough padding there, so where oh. I didn't bruise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. I did have some. Uh, you know, I did have some bruising on the. Uh, you know, where you drop to the ground on the hips and and that sort of thing. Speaking of dropping to the ground, when you drop to the ground and you engage the target that yep. was on the other side, that's a three D target, is what they had set up. Which oh was, yeah, that was so, that was one of the most interesting parts. Would you say that since it was real tennis shoes and then cardboard holding pants up, yep. so it looked real? Oh yeah. It looked How real. did that feel? It was it was very strange for me. Yeah, it was disconcerting. Is is the way I describe it? It was uh, it was eerie. It was, you know, you know that you're training to shoot people, right? You you know that you are. You know, in a defensive situation, you're going to be shooting at people. And, uh, and this was uh, a uh, law enforcement-centric course. So they're shooting at people, you know, bad guys, suspects, you know, um, you know. Innocent bystander. So the shooting at them. <laughs> Wait, is this so, is this the California cops? Or? You know, no, no, no. There was no fires. You know that that you're going. You know, you're shooting people, and you know you buy the ammunition for shooting people, and you buy the guns for shooting people, and the targets are vaguely people shaped. What you don't realize that is shooting at another human being. And just those 3D targets that were very realistic. I mean, it doesn't get any more realistic as far as you know shooting somebody's ankle than that. You know, we we're, we're taught range safety minus the screaming, the blood, the carnage. Well, after the, the first smell. shot, it would be completely different, I imagine. <laughs> okay, but you just other said, than that, yeah. Other than that, the realistic looking 3D targets. You know, oh, looking. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I meant. they didn't. You know, yeah, they wouldn't feed in them. I know people can't see, but I know that you kind of looked at me a few times, a little strange, and I keep moving over to the left. <laughs> I don't feel like I feel like the the world is coming to an end because the sun isn't going down; it's moving vertical to the right through well, the blinds. That's normal. Yeah, that's global warming. That's what yeah. Okay. That. Okay. Solar so, wind. So shooting at these targets was a bit eerie, and you know we did a lot of double checking to make sure that really wasn't a person standing there because it looked so real. Yeah, that's a, you know what you're, you're bringing up a very good safety. Yeah. Point. Double D- check. A lot sure. of double checking with the realistic no one, targets. Okay. Yes. Engage. Yes. Now, uh, one thing that happened. I'm sure, you'd know pretty quick after the first shot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you would. The uh, one thing that did happen was uh, I popped around into one of those realistic looking targets, and I guess the bullet caught it just right, and I kind of jerked it up, you know, like like a leg lift kicking out a little bit. It kind of kicked. Yeah, I yeah, did that kinda, too. Kind of kicked out, and that that was like, oh my god, that was creepy. Yeah, I, don't I know sh- why. when I did mine, I <laughs> shot it, and the legs fell over sideways. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. That would have been disconcerting. It was. Too. It was a little bit. But it's good training. I mean, you know, that's what we're training for. But I was laying on the ground firing my gun while <laughs> screaming. So I was I was making comments for sure. I don't know if anybody heard me because I was putting rounds in the leg at the same time. Well, I attempted uh, to jump over the car, like hood over. To rescue like No, like hood over, like slide over the car. Like Bo Duke? Yeah. Yeah. But they were like, you can't do that. Oh. I and you wax that hood for nothing. <laughs> And you wore your sliding pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rook. Bite it, Rook. Bite it, Rook. Bite it. Make him look like an Why ass. are you wearing your sliding pants? So the uh the, yeah, the course was uh was and I encourage everyone uh to uh seek out training. 
if you're new to shooting, you know, seek out a, a local, you know, NRA familiarization course, NRA safety course, you know, basic handgun course, you know, at your local gun range, uh, call around. Uh, there's plenty of these places that train. Um, if you're a little more up to speed and you want to do some, uh, you got the basics down, definitely check out these tactical courses. They, uh, they can teach you some things and the, you can use them in real life. Uh, if, if you need to, it's a good, uh, good tools for the toolbox, as I like to say. 